Welcome to another episode of the T to Green Golf Podcast. Really excited to be with you for this unique and special episode. Today we have with us Charlotta Sorenstam, global golfer, name you're probably familiar with, has played all over the world, has won all over the world. We are here today at the Cove K Classic in Clearwater, Florida, just finishing the first round of the Legends of the LPGA Classic. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Charlotta Sorenstam to the TD Green Golf Podcast. Charlotta, welcome. Thank you so very much, uh, Victor, for having me here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. We're excited to be here on such a such a wonderful day. We know that this is really about the legends of the LPGA. Um, we also know that it's about giving back to the community. So we look forward to our conversation being a part of that while also introducing yourself to the TD Green Golf Podcast community. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I just turned uh, the big 5-0 this year and um, haven't been playing competitive golf for quite a while mm -hmm. due to some, um, some injuries, but um, it, it kind of happened just before uh, or around COVID, mm -hmm. and uh, I got back into it a little bit, and then uh, after COVID, the, unfortunately, the tour struggled a little bit, mm -hmm. and it uh, wasn't enough tournaments for me to say, I'm just going to practice and try to play. Uh, it didn't feel right, so I... I uh, decided to work instead, <laughs> a real job, um, but it's not quite a real job um, as it is um, a golf coach yep. at, at IMG yep. uh, Academy down in Bradenton. So I get to work with uh, juniors all day long, which is really cool and really nice to, to help them um, pursue their careers in, in golf or in life um, or both actually. Um, but yeah, I, um, I saw an opportunity this year with a uh, senior U U.S. Women's Open. Mm -hmm. I said um, I should try to qualify mm -hmm. this year, and I did, and and there we are. And I worked really hard um, for that qualifier and before the tournament, and then and then at the end of this year, I said, okay, maybe one more. I've got one more in me this year. So here we are. Well, we're we're excited to have you, and I know for many of us that have and continue to follow the legends of the LPGA Tour. Um, I remember the celebration that was about when you qualified and everyone was realizing that you were coming back to competitive golf and on your way to Portland. So wonderful to have you back and good to see you out there playing today. Uh, we know that golf is simply muscle memory. So I suspect at some point in the not too distant future, you'll start to feel that rhythm and that consistency that you felt as a as a player pre-COVID. Yeah. So we're, we're excited to have you back. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it was kind of amazing going to Portland. And I guess I didn't realize I had been gone for so long. Mm. But when my play, uh, my friends from back on the tour, mm -hmm. uh, when they mentioned it, and I kept kept mentioning it, and I'm like, okay, maybe I've been gone for a while. So it was nice to see all, all my old friends and the same thing this week, see them again. It's, um, it's, it's really nice because we're all friends, yet we don't keep in contact until we come to a tournament, perhaps. Correct. But it's like time has not passed between us. Wonderful. Wonderful. And it is really a celebration here today. We know that this is the last tournament of the 2023 season. And we'll talk a little bit about the legends of the LPGA Tour. Mm -hmm. But 
Uh, before we do, again, I want to continue to introduce the community, the TD Green Golf Podcast community to you. Um, a global golfer, you literally have played all over the world and competed and won all over the world. How would you describe playing across the world and its impact on your game? Uh, well, you know, um, different climates uh, requires different types of grass, um, dis different uh, geography on the golf courses, especially over in Asia, I think, yep. uh, with the, the lack of land. So they have to kind of build a golf course on kind of <laughs> hilly areas and stuff. Um, so you really have to adapt. And, you know, uh, it takes a while for so someone to adapt. But if you travel enough year after year, you get used to and you, you learn. But the, the key is really, like I did today, I asked in the pro shop, what kind of grass is, mm. is there here? Because I noticed it's... It, during yesterday's pro-am, it was totally different out of the rough here than other parts of Florida. Okay. I mean, I live in Florida, so, um, but I, I couldn't figure it out. But then yes. I figured out what type of grass it is and, and that you can learn how to hit it uh, from there. But uh, definitely over in Asia, it's, it's a little different type of adjustment you have to do with the elevation. You have to practice a lot of side hill lies. Yes. yes. <laughs> side hill lies yep. for an old basketball player whose knees aren't as stable as they once were. <laughs> side hill lies are yeah. not my favorite. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's such an important question and perspective because for many of us, uh, and, and I don't think I'm speaking for myself specifically that's growing up in the States, mm -hmm. but we, for one reason or the other, don't travel to Asia. We don't travel to Europe and play. <laughs> But we certainly follow golf in that way. And you have to believe that you, the uniqueness that is golf, the climate and the different ge geographies play a role in mm -hmm. that. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I, I can imagine it's just one more thing that you have to think about in playing this game for 18 holes. Yeah, and adjusting to culture and food in different mm. countries too. And mm. look, America has everything you know yep. if you're depending on where you are in the yep. part of the country so you don't really need to travel but it's <laughs> it's neat to travel and find uh, different cultures in, in in different areas of the world for sure i think it's a great experience for everyone to travel so once again to the community you know every so often i ask that we put a paper clip on a segment of the podcast and one of the things that charlotta just said is that she encourages all of us. So get your passport ready. And listen, as we go into 24, let's all think about where we can go outside of the good old U.S. to play golf, because uh, it truly is a global sport. And, and I imagine that uh, it's just as much fun outside of the States as it is inside of the States. The value of golf. And as we were walking up today, we had a little bit of conversation. Um, your story is well, well chronicled. Um, you went through an injury, really, really a unique period uh, in terms of the injury. Um, it appeared that golf was coming to an end. That wasn't the case. You are <laughs> on the rebound. You're playing, you're swinging, you're competing. Talk about that period. Um, what was your motivation to get back to what we talked about life, mm -hmm. but beyond that, get back to golf? And, and, and what attributes about the sport for you stand out, whether you're an amateur or pro? I think that it, it was for the, the love of the game. Yep. Um, I love to practice. Yep. Um, but, you know, a lot of people have surgeries, and some are very successful with their surgeries, and they go back like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. and, and some of us have, you know, complications from it or mm -hmm. not perfect ones. 
Um, but I think if you take an example yesterday, look at the environment with all the Pro-Am players we had here. Uh, all the ladies, there were so many of them, I couldn't keep count, but <laughs> they were so excited. And a few of them came out to watch yeah. today. Yes. And I know a lot of them, as you know, there's actually another tournament this week yes. down the road yes. uh, with the younger LPEA yes. players. Yeah. And a lot of them are volunteering there. So I think that brings mm -hmm. the community so much in the love for the game because mm -hmm. um, these ladies of course they're amateurs and but you know they can't hit it 250 yards mm -hmm. like we can mm -hmm. but they love it mm -hmm. so and that what is golf is all about it brings mm -hmm. people together for the enjoyment of the sport and, and just doing things together and the beauty of golf you can play together mm -hmm. no matter what level you are mm -hmm. so yeah that's what i like Wonderful. about these things as well yep you know, this this is a it's an interesting question for me. And um, aside from you specifically, I've grown up with um, uh, individuals who have siblings that are athletes. And at some point, one sibling's career is going to potentially outpace the other, whatever the definition of outpace is. Um, <laughs> And it, it's not always an easy existence for that person, right? Um, for some of us, we know that you share a last name with a sibling who has her own storied career, right? Um, however, you've done a really, really good job of branding yourself in the golf world, in, in my opinion. Well, right? thank you. In my opinion. You're welcome. Um, for athletes who have siblings playing sports, can you provide some insight on how you stayed focused, pursued your own path, and inevitably established yourself and stayed away from the comparisons? Well, that is hard and easy sometimes. I mean, there's some good things and some bad things that can happen uh, if you have, a, and if, if you focus on it. Mm -hmm. then it's going to be bad for you. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, we do share more than our last name. We actually have the middle name. It's the same name. Oh, yeah, so, which is Charlotta, actually. Okay. That, I, that's the name I go by. But, uh, yeah, so it's only our first names that separate us. Okay. But, um, and I'm, I'm bigger and taller, too, so... But, yeah. We'll make note of that. Some of bigger, you, bigger, yeah. Some of you know who she's referring to. Yeah, so. she'll she'll be down the road this week, uh, hosting a, a tournament. That's but, right. Yeah, but no, it it's um, one. You know, most of the time I thought if she can do it, I can do it. Yep. And um, I, at the same time, you know, why did you both? choose golf right it was so interesting because we both played tennis competitively as well ah. so at one point it was summer golf and then of course winter tennis but we came to a level that we had to choose a sport because mm -hmm. if you didn't play all the time you would fall behind sure. and for some reason without even talking to each other we chose golf for the same reason we thought it was the easiest way to practice because okay. you didn't need a partner like in tennis, right, even right. though we had each other. But uh, so that we chose that path. And, and you know, we, we had a lot of good training sessions together. We motivated each other mm -hmm. and pushed each other. Mm -hmm. And I think she needed it as much as I did. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that was a good camaraderie we had. We never were bad mm -hmm. competitors. We were good competitors together. So really, it helped me push myself because she was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think that was... I. I don't know if I had pushed myself as hard as I did if, if she hadn't been so, so successful. And I think that's a good side, right? Yep. You said there's a bad and good side. And I think this is for, for those of you that have followed 
the story of the Sorenstam sisters um, like I have, you know that they are authentically supportive of one another's success. And so I think that's the positive outcome and still have a really, really good relationship. Well, as I talked about moments ago, we really are here to celebrate the legends of the LPGA. We know that the entry to becoming a legend is the age of 45. And so for a number of us, we have watched you all um, birth your careers, accelerate in your careers, uh, embrace life, but the legends has given you an opportunity to come back and not shelve that competitive passion mm -hmm. that you truly at one point really had to leverage yeah. week in and week out. Can you talk about the legends the, and, and having that available to support your competitive playing career at this point? Yeah, I mean, just uh, if we look around this week, look at the legends, with all the Hall of Famers we have yep. in the field and a lot of tour winners, multiple tour winners, and then others who have played uh, multiple years on tour. Um, I mean, you can definitely tell that competition is what we strive for. Right, um, right. Secondary, I would say camaraderie. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere in between there, you know, it's, it's all about, like you said earlier, about the community, bringing mm -hmm. people together, um, enjoying a, a, this, the love for the sport. And um, so I think, yeah, I mean, a lot of LPGA players, they at some point need to choose, do I continue to play or do I have a family or mm -hmm. whatever it is? Some, mm -hmm. some players are magical and they can do both. Right. Um, but so there is a little bit of pause between um, retiring from the regular tour and, and coming out here. Mm -hmm. But I think the ones that are here this week, I mean, it's because they have the passion for it. Mm -hmm. They love competing. They love being here. Um, they love giving back to the community. So, and I think that's a great opportunity for us to have this tour. And I, I really hope that, um, the sneak peek I did on the next year's schedule looks really good, so I hope it comes into falls into place. Um, so I'm not going to I'm not allowed to say anymore. <laughs> right. Otherwise, they'll kill me. Right. I think. Yeah. But no. But hopefully, we can all make it all happen, and um, together with uh, you know Kathy who, and Linda, mm -hmm. who runs this tour, mm -hmm. uh, together with us on the board of directors, I think we will work really hard to, to grow this tour next year, for sure. We're excited about that, and as I've said, the TD Green Golf Podcast fully supports you all as well, and so we're thankful for the opportunity to be able to do that. Um, the sport of golf is growing. It literally is in grow the game mold right now. Mm -hmm. And you continue to hear that. Um, since 2019, 2020, the percentage of women playing golf has mm -hmm. increased annually. How was the Legends positioning itself to have a tangible impact on that positive trend right now? I don't have any facts on that, but I wish we could, if we can organize some maybe ladies clinics, junior clinics, uh, while at our events that could bring even more women into the sport, more engagement and so forth. Cause I know, uh, like you said, my sister, she does a lot of clinics, mm -hmm. um, for, for young ladies and, um, that brings a lot of people into mm -hmm. it. And that's where we have had part of the growth that you said, I, I, I thought I heard a number was 19%, at least annually. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm giving or taking here, but you know, that's a big uh, up in, in women playing and, right. you know, just to maintain and retain people yeah. in the sport and not lose people. I think it's all engagement for all parts of not just the legends tour, but all other tours. If we can mm -hmm. just give back a little bit more to have more people enjoy this game. Mm -hmm. So 
And I know that you all do that tremendously well. Um, you know, my relationship to the LPGA started at the State Farm Rail LPGA oh. Classic. Yeah, in good old Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. So I have had firsthand knowledge of the commitment to community mm. and the way that you all give back. When you think about growing the game, what advice or words of encouragement can you offer parents and kids about pursuing and participating in golf and its programs? Well, hopefully I answer this question right as I work with juniors and, <laughs> and, and deal with their parents uh, weekly. Um, no, it's just you have to follow your heart. I mean, mm. try it out. You got to try golf. Um, there's so many ways of format of golf now. Even you can say, uh, um, what is it? Uh, What's it called? Shack, hot check, whatever it's called, or top golf, you <laughs> top know? Golf. You can start there and see what you think. Yep. I mean, and come out and, and take a lesson from a local pro, um, LPGA or PGA. Just try the game. Because yep. look, look around us here. We got grass, we got palm trees, mm -hmm. the wind is blowing, we got beautiful views. It's, it's, it's nice to be outdoors and it's good to be active. And yes. it's a kind of a safest sport you could yes, say when yes. it comes to injuries and so forth <laughs> right. a little you don't need a helmet or right. or elbow pads here um so it, it's great for all family members to join so yeah come on out try it out and, and i would uh you know i would also say today so many kids are encouraged to play one sport mm -hmm. and to really give one sport um, I think the one thing that I would add to Charlotta's answer is that find an opportunity to introduce yourself to golf. Uh, I was a three-sport athlete coming up as a kid, um, but as I became a young adult, my primary sport was sunsetting, mm -hmm. and I still had that competitive fire. And so uh, I'll say an athlete is always an athlete. Mm -hmm. And the process of learning golf is the same as the process of excelling at basketball or tennis, which is what, what, what you did to start off with. So um, lean into the sport for parents and the kids that listen to the podcast. Lean into golf and let it become something that you embrace um, until you're ready to fully embrace it. I would add that to your answer. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, even at our academy, we have for middle schoolers, they do cross sports. Right. So even if they're in the part of the golf program, they get experience to play baseball, soccer and, and, and football in a safe environment. Mm. So we don't want to cramp them in and just go golf, golf, golf. So mm -hmm. they're they're forced to do other sports, right. exactly. <laughs> so to speak. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be five and over. Um, these professionals accelerated the LPGA brand during the regular tour experience. For the Tita Green Golf Podcast community, can you talk about the quality of golf and experience that fans will take in when they attend mm -hmm. a Legends of the LPGA event? Well, just look at the scores today. Yes. Um, there were some really nice scores yes. out there. So, yes. um, it's not an easy golf course. It's very even. It's kind of short. It's it's very tricky. Yes. So you got to place the ball in the right spots, and you 
you cannot afford to miss the fairway. Um, the roughs are really tough here, but we saw a couple of 64s. Yes. I mean, it's, it, that's a good score no matter what course you're playing yes. at. So uh, there's a lot of birdies out there. I saw an eagle or a couple on the scoreboard okay. today. So, yeah, come on out. It's, it's, we still have game. Yes. You can see that on the scorecards. Maybe the ball doesn't fly as far <laughs> as we were younger, right. but it definitely goes straighter and where you wanted to go. And he goes in the hole at 64, 64. Yep. The 2024 Legends of the LPGA season is ahead. What are you excited about? What can you share with the Tee to Green Golf podcast community and its fans? I'm excited for uh, the amount of tournaments we have uh, penciled in, um, not inked in, but penciled in on the schedule, and just uh, all the variety of states that we're going to travel in and share this, this, all the legends uh, to people who might not have been able to watch them for a while. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be exciting to see the traveling and and bring different communities and states into the the program of Legends of the LPGA. Perfect. Charlotta, thank you. Um, how can the Tita Green Golf Podcast community support you and the legends of the LPGA? Well, just by you being here today, I think that's a really great interest. And, you know, podcasts are, can be listened anywhere, anytime. So, yes, hopefully you'll, you'll tune in. Well, there you have it. From Cove K Golf Club in Clearwater, Florida, We had the opportunity to sit down with Charlotta Sorenstam at the end of round one of the Cove K Classic. Thank you to Charlotta. Thank you to the legends of the LPGA. And as we always say, hit it straight from tee to green. We are out.